0: Hey everybody! Uh, before we begin our R two C two podcast today, uh, we just gotten done recording with Glauber Torres when the news broke that Aaron Boone, Yankees manager, is taking an immediate medical leave of absence to receive a pacemaker uh, surgery to be performed later today. Today being Wednesday uh, at St. Joseph's Hospital in Tampa. Um, see, I know obviously Aaron was your teammate and uh, as well as your manager and and uh we love him um he's been great to the pod as well and and uh and he's just such a good guy and you know uh, first and foremost um just well wishes to Aaron on hopefully a, a a smooth speedy successful recovery and surgery um so that he can get back doing what he loves without any worries and healthier and stronger than ever man
1: yeah for sure man i just think about his family um you know his wife Laura and his kids obviously we I have a great relationship with with him and his family and I mean even his brother and his dad I mean I've been I've been knowing you know for a long time so um yeah I mean just definitely going to be praying for him and 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 his family members and um yeah I mean but you know me and Boonie talked about this in the off season and I think it was something that he kind of knew that was you know creeping up on him so um you know I'm just glad that he was able to get out in front of it and and that he's aware of everything and like you know thinking about these things and and thinking about his health and was able to catch this uh, and be able to get a pacemaker in before anything got too serious so um no I'm I'm just I'm I'm glad that they were able to catch this and and that he you know got the attention that he needed the medical attention that he needed but definitely going to be praying for him and his family for sure going forward
0: yeah and and you know what it's like see you've been through the heart stuff you know and and you know you know how serious and scary it can be, and and that it needs to get taken care of when you feel something.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And 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 like I said, I mean, I've I've dealt with the hard stuff. He's dealt with hard stuff before too. Um, so you know, he's well aware of how he's supposed to feel and stand on top of those things. So yeah, I mean, like he said, you know, at the end of this press at the, at, in the statement, if you feel anything in in your heart, or if you had harsh issues, or you feel like you you're having heart issues, please go get it checked out because there's nothing to play with for sure.
0: Amen. Amen. Well said. And best wishes and prayers go to Aaron and his family. We hope for a speedy uh, recovery for the Yankees manager. And We wanted to start R2C2 with those thoughts before getting uh, to the rest of our business, as well as our conversation with Glaber Torres.
1: What's up, everybody? We back another week. R two C two. This Sec- is the second, second episode the week. this yeah. week.
0: Yeah, second of the week, man. We've we're bringing busy it. Actually
1: working.
2: Yeah, we
0: we have, man. We're bringing it, man. We're we're ringing in a nice fifty degree day uh, with um you know with with a with, with an extra pod. We gave the audience Brett Gardner on Tuesday, and now the Thursday pod because we know we get. New episodes of R2C2 every single Thursday and bonus episodes as well. So our Thursday app, we get to chat with Glaber Torres today, man.
1: Yeah, man. We went Yankees heavy this week. So spring training, you know, it's baseball season. So uh figured we'd bring the fans, you know, our fans what they want. It was just A- baseball.
0: <laughs> A- amen. Amen. Do you see I have my R2 mug again? Oh,
1: nice. How dope is that, that it says R2 like that? That is sick.
0: (laughs) It's just for those just listening, not watching on YouTube, which, you know, you can watch on the Ringer's YouTube feed, our our podcast. Um, I have a mug uh, from uh, a Star Wars mug that's an R2-D2 mug but it just says R2, R2 with a That's big fine. blue. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. I was like, yo, you need one that says C2. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I saw this on, I don't know what it was, like Disney pushed, I bought some Star Wars and they pushed to me something and I was like, oh my gosh, that mug just says R2. That's amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. You know, it was funny, dude. I, the other day, um, I was, uh, a- Andrea and I just did like a little, uh uh just a weekend getaway um in Rhinebeck, New York. Uh and which is a beautiful town. I think I've talked about it before, charming restaurants, whatever. But so she's getting like a prenatal massage, I'm in the room just doing prep for my women's college game, and on in the background, episode 3 was on TNT was having a marathon of all all the Star Wars movies and I'm like instantly hooked, you know. And she has she's seen all the uh She's seen all the new ones. She's seen seven eight nine. You know, mm-hmm. she's she saw Rogue One and she she loves Mandalorian, but she's, you know, she, it like wasn't her thing, whatever. And I've been like, you gotta watch the originals. Cause she'll ask me things about like, well, who's What's going on there? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I can't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to reveal the big reveal from the originals because she doesn't know that. And I want yeah. her to watch that, you know? And 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 she's like, she comes in and um, Like I could, I could tell she got hooked instantly. She's like, and she's like, "Wait, who's who's that again? Who's Anakin Skywalker?" Anakin is is the son of Luke, or like, and and I'm like, like you got you got to watch. I'm like, you see how quick you got hooked? You got to watch. You got to watch them all. Yeah, you just got you got to so you know, so you have the corporate knowledge moving forward. You know, you have to do it.
1: So is she is she into it and watching them? She's really not. I'm trying to convince. It's funny. <laughs> it's
0: it's funny because like she's always like, she, she, I'm like, you know, you know, I'm gonna like be having our daughter watch all this stuff with me, and she's like, and that'll be your guys' thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, but but I just I just want it, man. It's funny though because like when I do road games every night on my iPad, I would put on either a Harry Potter or a Star Wars to fall asleep to. Like comfort food movie, but I haven't had any road games, so yeah, like, it's
1: nothing. you ain't traveling right now, so no, uh, so I'm no falling point asleep in to Pitch them. Black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, soon, by the end of the year, we'll you'll have some road games, man. Yeah.
0: Amen, dude, dude bro. I have the I have the women's NCAA tournament coming up in San Antonio because I'm doing. uh Sweet 16, Elite they, Eight, Final are Four. Are they
1: doing a full tournament, like like a full 64 team? They are. They
0: are. I am not. I'm doing maybe one first-round game, and then I'll do four Sweet 16 games, um, two Elite Eight games, and then the Final Four in the Championship. Is it all
1: in the same spot? So, like, the Sweet yeah. 16 is all in San Antonio. So, everything's San... in San Antonio. That's yeah. good. That's yeah, good. It,
0: it, it's good. I liked it a lot better before Governor Abbott got rid of the mask mandate you know, in Texas right yesterday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You better oh, go down God. there in a the fucking hazmat God. suit, guys. Hey, seriously, bro. Wrap me
0: in bubble wrap, man. People
1: going to be I, looking I, at you crazy when you get off the plane I mean, with a mask I, on and well, shit. Oh. Exactly. It, it, it's just I like— I forgot it, about that, uh, guys. Here,
0: here's my thing, too. I get it. I get it. People want to get back to their lives. I totally get it. We all want to get back to our lives.
1: Who the fuck don't want to get back to their lives, guys? Exactly.
0: Exactly. (laughs) But my thing is, like, we're so close. We're so close. Like, the problem is the communication has been so all over the place throughout the entire country from jump that, like, it's very hard to just tell people, like, listen, I promise you, April 1, it's going to be so much better. Hang on for three more weeks. Hang on for four more weeks. Like, don't let go of the rope yet. But like, people are—they're just Bro, like, "Has uh, been let go of that
1: rope." <laughs> yeah, exactly, they're done. And
0: I'm like, "All right, great." So now we're all like, "Dude, I'm not gonna." Now I think it actually, in all seriousness, I think it puts the businesses in a tough spot too, because, like, in some cases, it's gonna mean less business for places, right? If they went that route, because if you all of a sudden take away all your, you know, precautions, you're eliminating a what, 50% of your potential clientele who are going to yeah. walk into your place and say, I don't feel comfortable enough to eat I'm, I'm out of
1: here, yeah. Y-
0: yeah, exactly. So, like, whereas maybe before I would have been like, oh, I could have a meal outside or something like that. Now I'm gonna be like, shit, if the waiter's coming over with no mask But, but or I'm
1: thinking, though, like, like, people, that's only going to hurt, like, out-of-town business. People that are not from Texas that go into Dallas or Houston or San Antonio or whatever that don't feel comfortable. But I feel like the people that live there They've been out outside. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you been think outside they're just and, doing their thing? People been outside in Atlanta this whole time because people been outside yeah. in in Mississippi and in Texas. We were in. I was down in Texas for a little. See, so you had a baseball tournament down there. My Vikings is outside because you know what I'm saying. So I don't. <laughs> I don't think like the actual like Texans will it'll it'll affect their. You know what I'm saying? Like what what they've been doing because they've been they've been out anyway, which is the reason why they lifted the fucking mandate in the first place. Because yeah. these motherfuckers, they ain't listening to the shit in anyway. You know so what I'm maybe, saying? So, so
0: maybe it won't have as bad so an effect as I thought.
1: I think it'll just be the out of town, like w- like us out of town, like going down there and trying to wear our mask and shit, and people gonna be looking at us crazy. And you, and you know what? I'm gonna let them look. Yeah, uh, oh, I, no, I, you know me, I don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna be K9 95 up. And I'm gonna be bringing a lot of protein bars to my hotel room there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yes, see what do you got for uh, slinging heat today? All
1: right, slinging heat. My first slinging heat is um, is is just. I think I, f- I might have found um, my next black ace, man. You know, I'm always looking for the next guy that's yeah. Um, you know, the African American pitcher that's gonna win 20 games. And I was flipping through the channels last night, and and uh, the Reds was playing the Angels. And this mm. kid, Hunter Green, was on the mound, and his first pitch was 101 miles an hour. Started the game. Second pitch, 102, and the third pitch was 103. Cause, and I was just like, I mean, I just got excited, just you know, yeah. watching the kid pitch. Um, he's got great shit. His it's easy, fluid. You know, it's not you know, he's not overexerting himself to throw that hard. Um, but I think you know, just if he could keep developing and you know, keep pounding the strike zone, I think he's he's, he's going to end up being our next great, 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 great uh, African-American starter for sure.
0: Uh, dude, I, I just love having those kind of stars that they do something. You're like, yo, I need to watch this, you know? Like, I, and I think baseball needs that, right? You need the guys who are appointment watching whether they're on your team or not. Because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, we're going to roll. I'm going to watch every Yankee game. You know, it's going to be on. I'm invested in the result. So I'm going to watch every single Yankee game. But how about having those guys? Who it's like, oh, this dude's on. I want to see it. Guy throwing one hundred and three.
1: Yeah, I want to see that. Well, who has that? When was the last starter that we've had that's been like that much? I guess it'd have been Strasburg. Yeah. I, and I remember I was in the big leagues. I obviously yeah. when he first came up and we were watching. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember I remember being in a big league clubhouse and like me and Jeet would be like watching him pitch. You know what I'm saying? So I I do. I, yeah. Like he he's probably. He's probably the last guy that, that's that been, you know, that highly touted, I guess, or, or just, you know, must-see TV, I would say, and, and, and as a baseball player.
0: I actually remember uh, being in the Yes Network booth when Strasburg came up. I think I was just still doing stats then, and us having a monitor behind, and, like, it was, like, one of the only times we'd have on a different game besides our game to mm-hmm. watch his starts when he was pitching on the monitor behind us as we're calling or, you know, as the Yankee game's going on in front of us. Like that's that's how much of a star that guy was. And remember Green, number two pick in twenty seventeen, wasn't he a great hitter in high school yes, too? Like he people was. talked he was about him being able guy. to hit. Yeah,
1: yeah, he was. He was a good hitter. Um and I mean obviously he was a good position player. Um but the you know the Reds drafted him as a pitcher. I think he played other sports too. I'm pretty sure he played I think he played basketball um in Southern California too, but yeah, I remember him being. I remember him being a two way player at the time. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, let's hope because uh, it would be nice, man. One hundred and three. That's that's no Bro, joke, and that's fun that to consistently, watch, man.
1: That's, that's gonna be yeah. crazy to be able to watch that, man. Amen. <laughs>
0: hey, 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 what you got
1: next? Slinging heat number two is 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 my dark horse uh, for the Cy Young, um, and and it's Marcus Strowman, cause I watched him mm, pitch R- yesterday a, too. A fan
0: of R two C two, and 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 yeah. A, a, a,
1: a, a, a regular on the pod, if you will. He he started yesterday against Houston, and uh, he just looked really good. And, you know, he's coming up on his free agent, free agent year. He's got a lot to prove. He opted out last year. Um, the Mets are a really good team. So I think, you know, if, if he can put it all together and and have a full, healthy season, I think this may be the year he actually, you know, turns into that guy that, that everybody's been waiting for him to turn into, which is the top end, you know, top of the top of the rotation type guy that can that could win the Cy Young any year. Um, you know, he he looked he looked really good yesterday in control of his pitches, his body. He's throwing this, you know, the split change now and you know, obviously with all the different variations he can do in his windup and mess with your timing, um, throws the hitters off. So, if he can just pump strikes and and keep that timing off, I think he has a good chance of of having a really really good year and walking into his free agent year.
0: I agree completely and I'm excited to see what he does. I think the Mets are going to be a very interesting team. I think they're going to be a fun team to follow this year with Lindor there. Obviously, we know the starters they have and I think it could be a real I think it the it could be fertile ground for Stroman to to take advantage of there with the Mets and and yeah, the free agency year plus just, you know, you have the Grom there at the top of the rotation, right? And then yeah, so he, you he doesn't have some have hitters. To,
1: yeah, he doesn't have to be the, the yeah. ace because they have an ace. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you got Syndergaard coming back. You know what I mean? So, you know, it just takes a little bit of pressure off of him to be able to go out and just kind of do his thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I like that, see? I like that. That's bold, and I like it. What do you got for our final slinging heat before we get to Glaber Torres?
1: Final slinging heat is just... What you got on the Suns being being the number two seed in the West right now, bro? Beat man. the Lakers last night, looking real good. Devin Booker's been balling. He made got his due on the All Star call. So, um, you know, I think I think they just, everything's looking up in, in in Phoenix, man. It's crazy. You know, uh, this is a really good team,
0: really good team. They they've been. I mean, it makes that Nets comeback win even better, right? With yeah, the way for Phoenix sure. has been balling, um, but he, I mean, if you look at those there's, you know, the top four teams in the West with Utah, Phoenix, and then it's the Lakers and the Clippers, you know, which I don't think people would have predicted, but Phoenix has a lot of talent, man. They, and they, they have a lot of athleticism and they have Chris Paul and we've joked about this before, but like people acted like Chris Paul was 55 when he was 33 and he, he's, you know, he's still only 36. He's not that old. And he clearly still has a whole lot of game back, a game left, but they have, They have a lot of – they have a deep team. They have a lot of athletes who can also hit threes, defend, two-way guys, like whether it's Mikel Bridges or Cameron Johnson or Jay Crowder or Dario Saric, and then you put them around Booker, around Paul, around DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, like, I mean, are they ready for a title yet? No. But do I think they could be a team that finds themselves in a Western Conference Finals? I wouldn't say it's impossible. I I I think they're they're they are a legitimate team to be reckoned with for sure.
1: They are a legitimate team to be reckoned with, and and like I'm just sitting here thinking, like to for me, like I, I know, and we sitting here right now, but like I feel like they could beat the Clippers in the playoff series. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like 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 you said. I mean, they, can they win the title? Probably not. But can they get to the Western Conference Finals if 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 the Lakers aren't healthy and, you know, Utah slips up, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. for sure, they could, I mean, they could find themselves at the top of that that conference at the end of the year easily, for sure. Well, and also, when it comes to the NBA, right, we know this. In those games,
0: you need guys who can create and hit big shots down the stretch. Like, even when I think back to the really good Bulls teams with Derrick Rose, who got stymied by the Heat— when they would play them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like the reason was they didn't, they didn't have guys other than D Rose who Miami was able to zero in on. They didn't have guys. You just give the ball to and go get a bucket and crunch time. No, it was just
1: Lou al That was it. Yeah, you know what I'm it, saying? It, there it, was it, nobody it, else. Yeah.
0: And, and when you look at Phoenix in those late game situations, they have two guys who are excellent at give the ball to go get a bucket with Chris Paul, who's one of the most clutch players of all time. When you look at, how he performs in the final five minutes of games, even though I know on the larger scale he hasn't had the ultimate postseason success. Um, he is, you know, he is deadly in those late game situations. And Devin Booker, they both have amazing mid range games. You need that in those situations. And that's why I think in a playoff game, if they're in a close game late, they're gonna be dangerous as hell.
1: They are. I think I think they are. I mean, to Chris points to Chris Paul's point about, you know, not having that deep playoff round, he's playing against the Warriors all those times. I you know, know what I'm saying? I so know. He was never he was they were never going to get out of. I mean, other than those early maybe, you know, 14, maybe 2014, 2015 when the Clippers were about even or maybe a little better than the Warriors, you can probably point to Chris Paul and say he didn't show up or maybe he got hurt. He was always he's always hurt at the end. Yeah, yeah, he had a lot
0: of hamstring he, injuries, yeah.
1: And, and in the one year that the that the Clippers probably could have beat the the Warriors, he tore his hamstring.
0: Yeah. And So, the they would, I think, the they Rockets would have beat the Warriors bro, when they were the up three two. That was the Rockets, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they they were up three They would have won that series, yeah. 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 They were up three two, and and then all of a sudden he hurt his hamstring, and they lost the next two games.
1: If he's healthy at the end, I think I think it's it's uh it's good for these for it's it's really good for that Phoenix squad if he if he can stay healthy all year.
0: Yeah, man, it's been it's been nice having the basketball season feel legit. Remember when we were talking about oh they shouldn't start the season till March. I'm so grateful they started it when they did right? because, yeah. <laughs> We'd be dying right yes, now. Yes, man. It's been so nice to have. It really has, man.
1: And don't as much s- shit I talked last week about the All-Star game, I'm so excited about the All-Star game <laughs> on Sunday. I still don't think they should be playing it, but I'm excited <laughs> to see
0: it. But you're thrilled to have it. Uh, speaking of excited, we're both pumped for the start of baseball. That's why we did a double double episode week. Brett Gardner, which is already out. If you haven't listened yet, make sure you do. And now Glaber Torres. See, your former teammate. I know the audience is looking forward to this conversation.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. GT is uh, he's he's fun to be around. He's got a great personality, um, you know, he's, and he's just a big kid. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to to people, you know, hearing his maturity and and his growth over the last couple of years, and um, you know, getting a chance to watch him play this year. It's gonna be a lot of fun.
0: You guys are gonna love listening to Glaber Torres. He's just 24. Coming up right now on R2C2 well, glaber, you know we just we just dive right in, man, you know how we do it on r two c two yeah we, sure. we, <laughs> we just get into it man um how's uh how's life in Tampa right now
2: man it's he's awesome uh it's super quiet uh I love Tampa. Uh, I already know everything. I mean, some really good place to eat, some really good place to hang out a little bit with my wife and my friends. And sometimes, I mean, during the, the OXX, when I got opportunity, I, I'm back to Miami for a little bit to see all my friends, old friends. And um, Orlando and just go road trio, Florida, Miami, Orlando, Orlando, Tampa. Uh, it's good. I miss my country, but, uh, I mean, too many trouble last year. Uh, I can't, can't come, I can't go there. So I'm just try to, to stay here, try to learn everything about, about Florida and try to be, be more comfortable right now.
1: So in the off season, uh, you, you go to the stadium, like to the complex all the time to work out or like, where do you like work out and hit and do everything, um, Uh, when it's it's not, you know, when you can't go to the stadium? Last year, um, part of January and February, uh, I'm be
2: in privacy gym uh, and other hitting codes. Always I hit with Marcus, mm-hmm. but uh, in this opportunity, I mean, with all the protocols, quarantine, everything, I I really can't go to the field. If I go to the field, I can go another place, and my personal trainer is is there in that moment with me. So I prefer go someplace with him uh, and try to hit another he uh, case and and what's good man. I take a lot of ground balls, I do my things. Um when we lost versus Tampa and just rest literally like two weeks. And I tell my wife like, hey babe, this year we don't have we don't have a vacation at all. <laughs> I need to prepare myself. I just wanna Want to get really, really in shape again, and I just rest two weeks, and I get straight uh, to the training room, weight room with my guy, I'm, 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 i trainer a lot, and just rest a little in December, and I'm back toward the first week of January, and just, just focusing this year, I think it's it's gonna be great for me and my team, and, and I just want to be comfortable.
0: What Glaber? What was your it, it, was there any aspect of your game that you were most focused on when it came to your workouts this off season and improving
2: yeah uh first uh I have few injury last year so I'm, I'm focusing my lower body a lot uh I'm preparing my, my myself really well and and I do a lot of a lot of agilities i mean I get a lot of, a lot of ways to get a little bit more stronger like mm-hmm. i can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, clearly, uh, clearly. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm I do a lot of agilities. I mean I'm focused to to move around on on the show really well. I take round balls a lot. Um and, and every day I do my workout, I run a lot of sprints, a lot of agilities, and I'm back to the field to take round balls. And and it's kind of like the first couple of weeks. Uh, uh, I feel super tired, but I, I just try to to get my routine. Uh, I just try to mentally like it's it's your war. I mean, it's hard, but uh, you need to do every day to get better and better. In, in October, it was horrible because I feel like tired every day, take a grandboss room and But in uh, November, is it's fine and uh, just feel like it's it's part of my routine. And every day I just do like more and more and I, I feel better and better.
1: Is that the biggest thing is like being a young player is like trying to figure out your routine and like what's going to be good for you and like, you know, longevity of a season? Yeah, sure. It's, it's hard, man.
2: Like that is my third year on professional. And every year I just try to learn about everything. And and this year is last year during the season, it was hard because I do Too much in the weight room, and always uh, the first couple years, I think about like I do too many things inside. But I need to like my food. I need to change my food because that is a big trouble. Because I work like three, four hours, but I'm back to home and I'm eat like Latin food. Some days I got my burger. I'm back to my McDonald's. You know, (laughs) I'm really focused to. To get like like consistency with, with everything, mm-hmm. and literally I call I call uh, my guy call somebody to help me with the food, and and I kill the salad like. <laughs> I, <laughs> so my wife and my my trainer, <laughs> like basically they they help me a lot because during when I play video games with Gio and all my friends. I play like two, three hours, and I wanna back to eat like yeah. some heroes, like something. And my wife tell me like you can't get up a, a water and back to the room. You know what I mean? I said, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I, mean. I, I just prepare myself to to get in shape with the food. And right now I'm feel like like really healthy because I uh, I I'm I'm feel like I I was eat really well in during the of the off season. Man,
0: Glaber, you know how many people you just connected with with that story? Like, right? <laughs> like, uh, uh, I'm sitting there. I want my Cheetos. Ah, I can't do. It. And your wife's like, no, no, no.
2: No, like, <laughs> I mean, she was hard with me, and also my, my my trainer. Like, don't let me eat. And basically, I have like a, a a lady cook for me like every day. And every three weeks, I got one day off to eat whatever I yeah, want. Yeah, that's nice right there. And the first day, the first day of after three weeks, I'm so excited to eat. Like I wanna like hamburger, pizza, something like that. But when I get the pizza, literally I go to the restroom and I feel bad for my stomach because right. I <laughs> get like three weeks healthy. Man, yeah. you know what I mean? I want to saying <laughs> I can't because my stomach is is healthy and it was like a process. Uh really I'm feel I'm feel glad to 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 have my wife help me and my guy. The name is Cesar. Mm-hmm. Help me a lot to my my diet, my healthy food. And right now, I mean, I'm clear with that. I, some some days some days I want, but uh, I don't really want to eat some 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 hamburger or something and just try to to stay focused on the the healthy food. It's it's hard, mm-hmm. but uh, I I know. I know it's it's helped me a lot during the and the season, and that's hard too because I I I know you you
1: got and you guys be up late (laughs) playing video games you and Gio all night, so I know it's hard not to get those snacks too.
2: (laughs) It's Hard to to stay uncross the water, man. I I I drink (laughs) water every night. I say I can, I can, I can, and I heard Gio get Doritos get everything, get everything. <laughs> he, he, he he can eat everything I say come on help me in that but it's, it's a great experience to me so I'm just ready to learn year a year you, yeah.
0: you know what's funny about that too there is something about like when you start um to eat healthy and mm-hmm. and you you start to feel the difference in your body all of a sudden you do crave that other stuff less because you're like Addicted to that feeling, right? Like you're addicted to how good it feels when you're eating healthy.
2: Yeah, sure, and especially when I wake up every day, feel really well, mm-hmm. uh, and and just try to to continue to that every every week. And also the 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 day off, I, I have to to eat whatever I want and just and just continue to eat healthy food because uh, I know if I start early. Mm-hmm. My career, in my in young age, I know when I have 35, 36, uh it's nothing different to me. So mm-hmm. I just want to keep playing shortstop all my career. Um and, and I know to play shortstop stop is nothing. in uh I mean it's defense, everything, but uh it's really important outside the field. And I know the the most important is the food. So
1: I'm just be be really focused on that. I think I think one thing people forget is like how young he is, Ruko. You know what I'm saying? I know, like, I know. Like he's four <laughs> years into his professional career, like professional period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's it's uh so it's all a learning process. So it's great to hear him talking about this so early in this food because that was something that I wish I woulda I woulda understood earlier in my career. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Is is I was doing all the working out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like I was I was working out to eat all the shit. So like I wish I could I figured that out earlier in my career where I had like a nice healthy balance like that.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, Glaber, because it's so true. I was just thinking this, like, you're still only 24. Like we've yeah. we've seen we've seen you crush it on the biggest stage, which by the way, I'm gonna pump you up a second, Glaber. Not that you need it, but just so our audience has these numbers. Here is Glaber Torres in his playoff career, right? Between 2018, and 2019, 2020. A 342 batting average, a 432 on base percentage, a 605 slugging percentage, a ridiculous over 1,000 OPS with five homers. Glaber, come on. You're Mr. October. Be- <laughs> that,
2: that is the place I want to be every year. I think it's not, not, I mean, CC won the World Series already. And I'm playing just like I mean three postseason with the Yankees right now. But uh it's it's other feelings like playoff super loud in New York, like thousand fans, you go out after the game, you watch the TV, everything's about postseason. I mean, it's it's so different. It's it's super exciting to to when I jump to the field and I'm play with. With forty-five thousand people, and I know the energy is, is amazing. I mean, that I think is—it's big different to me to play in—in—in in, in that moments. I mean, I feel like more excited, and I—I I guess for that reason, I—I'm I, better in, in the
1: postseason. I guess. And and you got to think too, like he's in the lineup where we're depending on him to to put up mm-hmm. those numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like this is not where he's hitting at the bottom of the lineup, and we're hoping that he's getting hits. Like. For us to have successful playoff runs, like Glaber had to do, with he's those numbers that he's putting up, and that's just ridiculous that he's able to have that type of success at such a young age, you know, on, on that biggest stage, you know. But but being a Yankee, you better get used to it because that's where you're gonna be, <laughs> you know, every season. At the end of the year, that's that's the goal is to is to end up in those games.
0: Do Do you feel nervous in the playoffs at all, Glaber?
2: No, no, not really. Uh, like I say, last year is like. Big experience year for me because no fans, nothing is no love. feel, is nothing in the stands. It's kind of like my mentally processed like, hey, labor, you do, you need to do something to get motivation to mm-hmm. focus on the field because nobody on the field, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, playoff, especially last year when we go to San Diego or especially the first series. When we face Cleveland, it's nothing. in the stand. It's like a white car versus Cleveland, and it's nothing like. I feel like, okay, well, what is this? You know what I mean? Because yeah, the year the year before when we faced um, Minnesota and Houston, it's like forty thousand people. You know what I
0: mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and man, it's it's amazing. I, I I love I love the situation when when I saw too many fans, too many media, and I think. Uh, the best the best thing you can do or the best the best team players can do is put really good show for for the team. Try to win, try to do whatever you can do and for help and, and try to win the game. Do you, glaver speaking of the age thing, which
0: C just brought up, I, I know I think I've seen you have fun on this before with social media, because like a couple of years ago when you're going off in 2019, the big thing was and he's only 22 years old. Like, do you, see, do, do you see the fans and how much they love to punctuate that point that, and he's only, I mean, this whole year, you're still going to be able to say, and he's only 24 years old.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, Twitter, social media, uh, when I post a picture, people tell me that. It, it's amazing. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to try to connect with the fans. Uh like for example, last dog season, I don't I, I don't post too many pictures because I'm just trying to be focused on my on my things. Maybe people around myself to to see pictures like each day on my on my social media feel like labor don't do anything dog season because I'm just w i am just I wake up like 7 a.m. to three pm to working and I don't I don't feel I, in that moment, I was don't feelings to put pictures on social media and people mm-hmm. like star like text me, put me on DM, on Twitter like labor don't do anything in the box. Season. And especially when I post like history with Geo and play Call of Duty, people like text me like, hey, be on the case or be on the field. <laughs> take a ground ball. But uh, people don't know like I do <laughs> the morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> it's strange to me, and also my agent told me like, "Hey, post some picture to work because that is the 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 feel right now because everybody put something in the workout on the yeah. But I just say like, "No, I'm I'm on myself right now. Mm-hmm. If the people wanna think like I don't do anything, it's good because I can control that and just mm-hmm. post my." My picture with you, play Call of duty all day, but I'm for myself in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I show the people during the season, in training,
1: the people can see the difference. I do, I do something during my season. That's what, that's what. I mean, it's hard with social media because you know people want you to post your personal life. And if yeah. you post that too much, then you're not working out enough. You know what, what I'm saying? Funny. So it is what it is. I mean, like you said, you post whatever you want to post, and then. They see you in spring training, they figure out that, that you've been doing the work. But it's funny to me that people will actually, because I see, you know, Sevi's posting all the time, too, that he's playing on Call of Duty. And mm-hmm. people are like, won't you rehab? And, I'm, and I just want to be like, you don't think he's rehabbing, motherfucker? Like, of course he's doing his job. <laughs> like, this is off time. Like, exactly. like, chill out and just like the picture or not. And just fucking scroll past. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy.
2: And also, and also I start doing like twists, like live when I was playing. Mm-hmm. And it's good because people, like, connect with me during my oxygen I, I just play with Gio Edwin. Yeah. Crush on on' Call of duty. I heard he's good. He's <laughs> good. And I play with some guys. And, you know, I just try to play. Be fun. Ask questions. Like, people. And the people start, like, hey, take a round ball. Go to the field. You know, <laughs> better better short start the next year because you all almost out of the Yankees. I'm just like, hey man, I just I don't wanna talking about baseball. I just wanna play Call of Duty, Lee, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 people are, uh I know I know the business right now, I know how it is play with the Yankees and I know people worry about players, you know what I mean? Because the past is was Jeter and Jeter played like awesome 20 years with the Yankees shirt store every day. And before uh, after years, it was did, and he played great short. You know what I mean? Last year, it was a little bit tough for me, and I, I know the feelings that people just want to get like try to get better every way.
1: So. It's 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 definitely a double edged sword because without you playing in New York, you wouldn't be as big as you were. Yeah. But if you didn't play in New York, nobody would give a damn if you tw- if you was on Twitch or if you whatever you posted on Instagram right. and all that stuff. So like being a Yankee is tough in that sense of. It's hard to, like, really live your life, especially, like, young guys like you guys. But it's also people wouldn't recognize you or know you as much if you weren't, if you didn't have those pinstripes on, too, you know? For that reason,
2: I go to a restaurant. Sometimes free food for me. Oh.
1: Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, you, and, and you think that's the case now, Glaber. Wait till you win a World Series, man. Oh, it's going to be a wrap,
1: sure. bro. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I want that
0: i'm I'm glad you have the mentality you have, though, Glaber, and are able to navigate that because it's tough. I mean, everything with social media is I mean, the first of all, people communicate in a more aggressive way than they would in normal conversations, right? that just because of the medium. And I, I we used to think about it just like or I used to think about it, and I think Sadie and I both used to think about it, our producer when we, when C was playing and doing the podcast. Just waiting for people to be like, after a bad start, oh, you know what? Why don't you stop podcasting and spend more time working on your pitch? It's like, no, like, what do you what do you want me to do? You want me to be on the field twenty four hours a day? Like, there's a period where I work, and then there's a period where I play, and that's that's life. No yeah, one should we, not
2: have that balance. We have a life outside the field too, like yeah, not, not in baseball. We have a family too, like like we we do some things to to refresh mentally after the tough game. like, like it's hard, man. It's hard, but uh, I think it's part of the process. It's part of, it's part of the business. And, and I'm glad to, to understand everything about right now, because yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, for sure it's really, really good comments on the picture or maybe on my DM, but uh, it's tough comments too. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, People hate me, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'm playing by sure, I know, but it's like 60 game. let me... Relax up. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
1: Yo, speak, speaking of mental health, though, like, last year, how was it, like, not being able to really hang out with guys after the games or, like, go to dinner and, like, you know, traveling around and stuff? Like, was, was that tough? Did that make it tough, uh, yeah, you know, hard, traveling hard. last year?
2: It's different. Everything was different because... Maybe we can get, like, some dinner on, on the same hotel, on the lobby on the hotel, but we can't because everything was closed. Uh, after the game, I mean, sometimes when we... I remember the first couple of years, uh, I had back day. I go to, I don't know, judge room, geo, whatever room, and we start playing video games. We order food. We get, I mean conversation and we we try to forget and that the next day we go straight to the game but at mm-hmm. last year it was like every everybody straight to the room and you can't do anything i mean is it was different at all like a mentality uh myself I, I speak to myself i can't in that moment i can't fight find the the way to be more focused on the game because uh, really I feel like my first two years was great to me. Like I get down a little bit, but I'm playing really well. I hit well, defense, I play sh- I second. is I was playing all right, but uh, last year, my first year, I don't do like too much for my team, like errors. I don't hit really well on, on the home plate and I get an injury. And just try to get like something different outside my room. Like maybe Mm -hmm. go dinner with my friends, uh, try to talk about everything, but uh, we can't be for the situation. And uh, I was, I was in, that is, was the big, big thing about last year too. Yeah.
0: I mean, I can see that. You need that outlet. You need the camaraderie. And to not be able to have it, that's difficult. Glaber, how about just, since we've kind of, you've talked about it a little bit, but specifically with playing shortstop, how much more comfortable do you feel right now? And why do you feel like, hey, I mean, you said it, it was small sample size last year. It was. It, it was not a long season. But why do you feel like, hey, this year is going to be
2: different for me at short? Um, because last year, like, it's worst experience for me, like uh, mm-hmm. during the quarantine, I don't prepare myself to play short store every day. The first spring training, I'm coming super ready. but at uh, the second one, I don't prepare really myself because everything was close in Tampa. I can do too, too much thing. but uh, I, uh, after the, the playoff, and just uh, one time, I saw the videos. I commented, like, hey, send me all the videos, the error videos. Like, I just want to see, like, what I do. And I saw the videos. And I'm preparing myself to, to get more consistency on my routine about short. Because the first year, the first two years, I was placed second. And I'm play short for a few days. When... Did was injury or players get injury, but I'm back to second. So my saying last year is just the lock season. Sorry, it's just focus on the little things. It's not about get more fast, get more quick to throw the ball. It's just the little things be more consistent on my routine. So I saw the videos. I'm myself. I take a lot of grand balls. The first couple of weeks, it was horrible. I, I was feel frustration because uh, I missed the same ball I missed during the season. And man, I was mad. I'm back to home. I'm pissed off. My wife told me, like, relax. I call my agent. I mean, my, my group helped me a lot to be more confident in my position because... When I was signed professional, I signed like sure, so I don't sign second base, third base. My regular position is sure. So I just wanna be feel like I'm. Hey, I'm play sure. bad year, don't worry about your bad bad year. It's just 16. it. You can play sure. So I'm back to the field, take the same ground balls every day, and be myself. Like you can do. You are sure. Just be confident. believe you, what you can do, and and just play the game. I think that is the way. If you play the game and you enjoy, you can do whatever you want.
0: Well said, Glaber. We can't wait to watch you out there, man. Um, How about Glaber? I don't know if we've ever asked you this, um, but growing up, who were,
2: you know, first of all, how'd you fall in love with the game of baseball growing up? Uh, My parents, my dad loved baseball. And, he don't have the opportunity to play like professional baseball. Also, he keep stay playing the softball team, baseball team in Venezuela. <laughs> and I yeah. tell him, like, hey, it's your time to retire. Because I'm, <laughs> he called me like, hey, I I'm, I'm feel my knee, my back, whatever. I say, hey, you all, man. Come on. <laughs> stay in the house. But my dad always loved baseball and my mom. So I remember when I got like four or five years old, they he bring me to the field and play baseball every day. And the day when I don't practice, he practice with me in some random field or on my house. The uh, whatever size we can throw the ball and I can't hit the ball, he always with me and my mom. One day my dad is going to war, my mom brings me to the field and both helped me a lot. So, I just I start watching baseball. Some days I don't want to go to see Winter Bowl baseball, and my parents bring me to the field. Uh, I saw too many guys, and I just start feel like I I, I want to play. I just feel like I can play. Uh, I love baseball too, and I just want to bring the happy things to my my dad because they, ¿Cómo se dice sacrificar? Sacrificed Sacrifice most. For me, so I just, fee- just feel like that is the way I can I can tense, like I, I give like, something to, to, to my family to play baseball too.
0: I love that story, Glaber. Was there any, because uh, obviously we know, and it doesn't have to be a fellow countryman, but we know there are so many great players who've come out of Venezuela. Were there any, is there any player who you looked at, up to specifically? That you were, you know, your favorite players growing up, or that you like were like, Oh, I want to be like him, whether they're from Venezuela or not.
2: Yeah, I mean, when I, I remember when I watched the, the Winter Bowl games on TV, or when I was going to the field, I saw like Bobby Abreu play like every December, Miguel Cabrera, when he was like 20 years old, like he was superstar. Tomás Pérez, Luis Sojo, Miguel Cairo. I saw all the guys like playing baseball, and they was great. And also Vizquel. Vizquel don't play too much in Venezuela because mm-hmm. he was great here, and he can't play in Venezuela. But the the few the few weeks he played like every year in Venezuela and just try to watch. And and I, I, I mean I saw all the players. Also I I I love was David Wright when he was playing. And I played video games with the Max because David Rice played and it was good. Also, uh, during the offseason, I come um Pizquel too, like hey man, I need help. You know, you can't <laughs> Oh, I can go to Arizona to get rumbles with you. And he also told me, like, he, he, he want to come into Tampa, but uh, he was a little bit trouble with the team Mexico. He figured out if he was a manager and he can, he can come to help me a little bit. But uh, he always texts me. I send the videos. He calls me back and he gives me some advice, some tips to play better. Um, I mean, basically, he told me, like, you can play short. So you know what I mean? If he told me, like, I can play short, why I can't believe that? You know what I mean? And just <laughs> yeah.
1: can play. If, and if I just, o- can just play. If mm. Omar telling you you can play short, you, you can play. He, he can coach anybody up. He can, yeah. You can play short. I remember, and- like, like five years ago when I was in Miami and
2: he was the manager from the Venezuela team. Mm-hmm. I played ground balls with we be scaled and he told me, like, hey, you have a really great hands just you move you feel a little bit more like, man imagine you know what I mean like yeah. <laughs> talk to me so
1: yeah that, that was back when all the guys like played in the winter ball too like in Venezuela like all the guys would go back and play I mean yeah. you know Victor Bittencourt like everybody they would all go back and, and play so that I mean that, that's awesome that it made the league that much better and you know you guys got a chance to see that and grow up watching those guys guys playing their own country you know what
2: I mean yeah when, also, when you sign professional baseball, if you wanna play in December in Winter Ball, you be you need to be like Miguel Cabrera or <laughs> players like that because December is just for big league players. So yeah. it, it was great to watch other big league play when he was playing in Venezuela. I mean, uh, players like me, we we learn a lot about them and. I mean, we show right now in the big leagues. I mean, we we have a really good experience back to years ago. You know, I, Glaber, I think
0: I might have told this story when you came on our podcast in spring of 2019, but I want to tell it again because it's one of my favorite Glaber stories. Um, and see, I think you know it too. But uh, when the Yankees were starting this, the advent of this new wave of young talent, in the, in the February before um, the start of the the 2017 season, they did uh, this like winter warm up, and they had all these young prospects come uh, to like do this um, this thing with like 300 season ticket holders in a in a like a theater basically do a Q and A that I was hosting, uh, and I think it was like Clint might have been there, you were there, uh, Justice Sheffield. Yeah, um, Justice Sheffield, Caprillion. Him. Yeah,
1: Marlon. Marlon. <laughs> yeah. And,
0: and, and what I love this story because now I know from my job, even though when I do games where millions of people are watching, you don't feel it because they're not in front of you. You know, when you feel it, it's in front of a live audience. You know, and we're up on a stage, and you know it's your first day ever in New York. You've never been in New York. You're 18 years old, and. I think you had just turned 18 in December, and uh, and your Marlin's there. You answer the first question in in, in Spanish. Marlin translates, and the next question I go to ask you, like Marlin's going to translate, and you stop him and you go, "I'm going to try this in English." And, <laughs> and and it made such an impression to me because it was 300 people. It's a live audience. It's your first day in New York. You're 18. Speaking a, a second language in front of a crowd like that—that's nerve-wracking. And yet, you're here. Like, no, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna do this. And 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 I mean, Glaber, I, I have always been impressed with that moment because I would think that was nerve-wracking, and you were just like, no, I got this. And 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 of course, you know. You,
2: you you crushed it like you do also, in the pressure. So Marlon tell me like don't do it. I Say yes, <laughs> <laughs> Marlon okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, always like that. Like when I was playing the minor this week cups, and just try to learn English. If the first couple of years it was tough because uh, the language is I don't get it in the moment because I never get to the school to see English class and things like that. But, uh, you know, uh, everybody told me like, just, just do it. Speak and, and try to, to, to speak whatever you want. And that is a way you can, you can speak and learn everything about English. And so, uh, and see that big opportunity in New York. So, I know if I see, if I say something wrong, Marlon, help me. So, yeah, <laughs> right. okay, you can do it. and I'm just, just speak, but it was great, man. That 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 experience was awesome to me.
1: Yo, I got a, I got a question about uh about Miggy. I know you and Miggy are real close. It was his birthday yesterday. I saw y'all riding to the game. Uh, how's his mood? Like, I know he's fighting for a spot on the team and you know trying to prove himself again. Which I don't I don't think he should have to. But uh, how's his mood? Like, how's he feeling? And, and what do you think? Like his his uh, his mental is going into the season? You know, trying to trying to make this team.
2: Mentally he, he's better right now. I mean he has one year after surgery. He feels way better uh this year. He mentality is like same guy when we play in the 18th. And he he he's focused. I know during the winter break in Dominican, he played a lot. He played both uh position in field and outfield. And he he just tried to to get better and be confident in both positions. I know, and we know, uh, Mickey has a, a little bit trouble with the defense, like myself too. But uh, he he figured out to to working in that, and and now he I just say like he just need opportunity to play and show we know what he can do in the field. You know what I mean? Uh I know it's tough situation right now with the we we our team, but uh, I think he always have a uh, opportunity to play in, and he he show we have especially on on our team right now. Glaber,
0: um, I, I'm wondering, w- would you mind taking a couple fan questions from Twitter? Yeah. All sure. right. All right. So, because I know you got a team meeting in in a few minutes, um, I thought this one was funny. Matt Brown and Brown cares tweeted. Does Glaber plan on scaring his teammates every game as they walk through the tunnel? cause it's hilarious
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I, I have a really good relationship with Geo right now, and man, and you always trying try to to play with Gio. He's a little bit serious sometimes, and every time when I get opportunity to scare him, I do it because <laughs> i I have a look into the lady have, the social media pod right there. But uh it's not first time I get a curse to uh Geo always like every like three, four times a day I do. He, I feel like he get mad at you every time yeah, too. Every time <laughs> he hate me like the first ten, ten minutes, he don't wanna talk to, to me, but he talk to me after that. That <laughs> so is great. Oh, that's fantastic.
0: How about th- this is interesting. Uh Kevin walkoff Nine uh, asks, has Glaber seen the videos of Gary Thorne? calling his home runs against Baltimore. Sure. Have you
2: seen you seen them? Yeah, everything. I heard everything is it, great. And also when I, I I know he can come into the field last year, I was like, man, he don't he on the field when we face Baltimore. And this year he he's out, right? Oh yeah, he's not there anymore.
0: You're yeah. right. Where, yeah, where is he? but after where is really,
2: he? after after everything, I just want to meet him because he, <laughs> I know he's a great postcard Like years ago, and I I wanna I wanna see him person for for first time.
0: Oh, yeah, he is he is a great guy. He's one of, he's an all time great play by play guy. He's out. See, they made all these cuts like COVID wise. They totally. Oh, so re- Madison
1: didn't bring him back. No. As far. So who's they, they they like, gonna do their play by play?
0: I don't even know. They like shredded their whole broadcast team. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's it's wild what they what they did. The, I like this one, uh Glaber. Just one or two more for you. June bug, June Yank Six says, Why number 25? Is there special meaning behind it?
2: Um, why twenty-five? Because always in my career I never use uh bigger number than the last big number I use. It was 14 minorly. Always like, I feel like in fields, we need like uh, a small number, like one, yeah. two, 14, 15, maybe. When Yankees call up, Robbie called me and literally he told me, we don't have a number. <laughs> 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 we pull the numbers. We got 36 and 25. <laughs> you want? Yeah. I said, Man, 25 is the close number to the short numbers and just pick 25. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a great story. Robbie's Robbie Cucuzza, who's the head yeah. of uh, We ain't got no Clubhouse. numbers, guys. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> they're gone. They're, they're gone. They're, they're gone. Gla- Glaber, I know you have a meeting to run to. Thank you so much for giving us so much time. And, and uh, you know, God bless you for staying away from the Cheetos during late night video
2: games, man. <laughs> thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks, GT. Peace
0: see you mentioned it leading into the interview but I think it's so true like you could see the maturity of Glaber you could feel that in the interview or in our conversation with him
1: yeah for sure man he's he's growing up man and it's hard to grow up a Yankee you know what I'm saying playing in the Bronx yeah Um, you know coming up so early having that that much success Um, you know you're going to take a step back and, and obviously naturally the fans are going to get on you so to hear him you know, understand that and, and want to get better and, you know, taking his offseason very serious. You know, I'm excited for for, for him um, and to see what he can what type of numbers he can put up this year.
0: We're gonna continue with outstanding pods, all spring training long. So make sure you keep it locked in. Follow us on Spotify, new episodes every Thursday, bonus episodes as well, and tell everybody you know. And download wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter as well, at R2C2. We'll have new episodes coming next week. Peace, everybody.